What is up, everybody? And welcome back to a monster episode of Formula One Gridlock. We've got three races to recap, Chase. Yeah, lots. We're super busy recently. Mm -hmm. I know you had, you know, guests over so you couldn't just get away and, and record a podcast for an hour. And honestly, I've been sick for the last like week and a half, so it would not have sounded good even if we did record, Chase. So, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Let's just get into it. Cause, cause like I said, we got three races to get into. Um, since we do have three, I'm not going to like race run down every single one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll look at the top three for each race. Uh, obviously Styria, Austria, and Great Britain, two races on the Red Bull ring and one at the, uh, I forget what that's called. There's a specific name for the, for the Great Britain track, but Silverstone, Silverstone. Thank you. It was, it, I knew it was an important name. But for some reason, I couldn't remember it. So first race, Styria, top three. Max Verstappen takes the win. Lewis Hamilton in second. Valtteri Bottas in third. Some notable um, places in this. You had Lando Norris in fifth. The Ferraris bunched up together in sixth and seventh. And that's really about, oh, you had Yuki Tsunoda in tenth, scoring a couple points. Um, we had two did not finishes in this one. George Russell. Rest in peace to our boy and Pierre Gasly, which that's a real blow because I do like Pierre and I'd love to see him succeed. The second one, you got Max Verstappen once again taking the victory in Austria. Second place goes to Valtteri Bottas. And then third place, our boy Lando Norris. Uh, a couple other notable finishes in this one. Uh, you had Carlos Sainz in fifth. Daniel Ricciardo up in seventh. That's not too bad. Um Pierre Gasly in ninth, scoring a couple points for his team. George Russell just misses out on some points. On I think his first points in Formula One with Williams. Yeah. Uh yeah, in eleventh. It'd which, be his fourth first. Yeah. Which is a real shame. Um, but it is what it is. That's racing. That's why we do it. And the final race, Chase, Great Britain, Silverstone. You had Lewis Hamilton taking the victory. You had Charles Leclerc in second, and in third place, Valtteri Bottas. Uh, a couple notable finishes. The McLarens are bunched up in fourth and fifth, so that's a great result for them. Carlos Sainz in sixth, and that is really about it. Yuki Tsunoda again in tenth. Yuki Tsunoda actually beats his teammate, Pierre Gasly, in eleventh. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda picking up a couple more points. Yuki Tsunoda having a sneaky, solid year chase. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Chase, let's... Rewind and take and take our focus back to Styria. Give me uh -huh. your one-word description. My one-word description is excellent. And I chose excellent because I couldn't choose a two-word description. <laughs> excellent if, because I just felt like everyone was kind of racing their heart out this time. You had you had lots of passing, you had lots of close battles, and it just turned out to be a great race. Unfortunately, you know, we had a couple DNFs that made it not not DNF free, but still a great race. I totally agree with you. Um, my one word description for it is emphatic. It was an mm -hmm. emphatic victory from Max Verstappen. He really he really was lights out on this track. Honestly, both times he was fantastic. Mm -hmm. So that really is it for me. Um, driver of the day, Chase, who do you got? My driver of the day is Verstappen. Mm -hmm. And it just comes down to not once was he going to lose. Not yep. once. Yeah. He was just so dominant 
that he literally almost came to a standstill before crossing the finish line. <laughs> and you you weren't even worried. He was flexing. He was flexing. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a great pick. I actually picked Charles Leclerc. Now, he didn't have a fantastic finish in the seventh. But what that number, what that seventh, and what honestly what the sheet doesn't tell you is the fact that he was in like 11th with like five, with a few laps to go. So he was, mm-hmm. he, he pitted and got new tires and then just was really able to sneak up through the field. And that honestly like separate, like that separates the men from the boys being able to, to uh, have a good strategy and being able to see it to fruition. So for me, Charles Leclerc takes driver of the day. That's a good pick. Let's talk teams, Chase. Who you got? My team's Ferrari going mm. off of Leclerc. Yeah. And signs above him, those those are two pretty good places. Yeah, a six seven finish for Ferrari, they will take that. Yeah, definitely. And beating out the other McLaren driver, not that it was too much of a worry, but you know, still matters. Yeah, I think I think it was a good finish for them. I absolutely agree. They were actually my pick too, Chase. I mean this this yeah. was this was this seemed like a very cookie cutter race. Like we kind of knew we had already seen this track before, so we kind of already knew what we were gonna get. We knew Max was gonna be good, and we knew the Mercedes were were not gonna be quite with him. So to mm-hmm. have, um, you know, Red Bull did what Red Bull was supposed to do. Mercedes did what Mercedes. Most of these teams did what they were supposed to do, but I feel like Ferrari had this was a this was good this was a good showing from ferrari yeah. so for that reason they are my pick and i don't want to talk about it nobody wants to talk about it actually maybe everybody wants to talk about it let's talk about the worst stuff that happened chase what what do oh, you man. have for your worst of the weekend my worst for the week is george russell and it's not him it's what happened to him yeah having a phenomenal race my race. qualifies in 10th in a Williams, which is I insane. mean, come on. Yep. What is that? Has a pretty good race, and then just gets screwed over by, by I don't I don't even know what it technically was. I just know it was a pit stop, and then he he just had to they had to pull it into yeah. the garage. Super super unfortunate for our boy George for bo- for boy George. Um, he had a. He had a, two great races in Austria. He loves yeah. his track. Holy cow. Two phenomenal races. Man, he's going to be scary once he finally gets into that Mercedes car. He's going to be so yeah. good. Or in any car. We'll see. It's 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 going to be like uh, he's just he's like coming out of the – he's like – you know how guys go into prison and then they come out jacked? That's exactly yeah. what George Russell is doing. He's getting jacked at Williams. Well, think about it. Any car – that isn't a Williams or a Haas, he will he'll just automatically be better because yeah. all the other cars on the grid are better. Yeah, and he's still putting his car in tenth. Like he's still beating half of half of the field with a, a worse car, a worse a car. Oh, Williams. Yeah. Moving along, moving. We're moving at a quick pace, Chase, but we kind of have to in order to get to the fun part, which is when yeah. we just talk about stuff that we don't know. Uh, Austria. Austria, Wait, same. Your worst, your worst of the weekend. Oh, my worst of the weekend. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. For me, it's Lando Norris. He qualified well, and then he literally just kind of let cars pass him. Yeah. He still ended up fifth, which isn't awful for uh, McLaren. That's quite good, actually. They'll probably take fifth, but he could have gotten third. 
Like yeah. he could have gotten third if, but I think he was on a different strategy and he he literally just let uh like Sergio or one of the Mercedes like pass him. Like mm-hmm. he pulled over and let him pass. And I was like, oh, what are you doing? He, he's my pick mostly because I bet on him to get third <laughs> or to get top three. So yeah. I lost money on that. Thanks, Lando. Um, <laughs> but I do think like, like the fact that he did get third in the second race in the race we're coming up and we're going to talk about shows like he could have gotten third if he, if, if their strategy was better. So for me, that really sucks for him. Yeah. I, that's a, that's a good pick. Thank you. I pride myself in my picks, Chase. All <laughs> right. Let's talk Austria. Um, one, two, three, Max, Valtteri and Lando in third. Chase, give me your one word. What do you got? My one word is mid-pack. And that's not about the mid-pack. It's about this race. Just not to not to shame on the race, but it wasn't too good, but it wasn't too bad. And for me, comparatively to the race that happened a week prior to it, it just didn't hold up. Like I said last week, we were getting we were getting so many passes. Everyone was like driving out of their mind. And then this one, it's like kind of a calm race comparatively. In my opinion, that's that's at least the race that I saw. Hmm. I mean, I, I guess I can see where you're coming from when you're talking like the front of it, the front of the race. You know, Max was always going to win this race again. And um, I felt like Valtteri was probably always going to get second. I think he had quite a bit of a gap between him and um, Lando. Uh, for me, this, this race was very gritty. And that is my one word description. Gritty. Grit. This race had grit to it, Chase. There was a lot of, a lot of, um, just racing with your elbows out to me in this race. Yeah. You had Lando in the beginning, and then you had a uh, a couple times with uh, Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez. It just felt like these guys. I kind of, I these guys were really going for it, and I think uh, Sergio had a couple incidents with with Sir, with uh, with uh, Le, Leclerc. Yeah, he had two penalties. Still ended up. Six, which is good. It's that's okay for Red Bull. It's not amazing, but it's not terrible. At one point, uh, Sergio kind of pushed Charles Leclerc off the track, which I'm fine with. I don't think uh, I was looking at all of these replays, and I really don't think that Sergio, like this, was racing. Like Sergio wasn't like running into the guys. Like this, this, these all felt kind of like racing to me, racing incidents. So I don't necessarily yeah. agree with. A lot of these penalties, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. But at one point, like Sergio pushed him off, and <laughs> you could see in the replay Charles giving him the finger yeah, in the cockpit. That. I loved when that happens. I love it so much. Very gritty, if you know what I mean, Chase. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about drivers. Chase, give me your driver of the day. Uh, my driver of the day is Russell. And honestly, it's not too much about the race. It, it is a good majority about the race. But it's about where he qualified. And I get he qualified in 11th uh, last race. But he qualified 10th this race. That's two weeks in a row. A Williams driver is in the top half of the grid. And then during the race, he holds on to it for as long as the Williams will possibly let him. Like, he did all he could in my mm-hmm. opinion yeah. to keep that position and it's just up to the fact that he has the second worst car in the grid so I, I chose does. him just because it was 
like out of his mind driving. Yeah. I'm actually seeing that George qualified ninth. Are you seeing that too? Oh, did he? Yeah, I'm seeing he qualified once uh, ahead of Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll's in 10th. It's possible Lance had maybe a, a penalty that we forgot. I don't know. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing yeah. he qualified ninth. Again, this goes more to show your point, though. Yeah. That George is, is squeezing. George is like, he's like transcendent. He's, yeah. he's, he's taking that, he's taking that car and being like, okay, car, look, me and you, between me and you, we both know you're a crap car. I don't care. You're going to drive like a Mercedes. It's yeah. insane what he's doing in that Williams he, for he, sure. He's doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. He even should not, in he like should not. a mid car pack, you know, a mid pack car. Sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a great pick. George Russell killing it. Um, not like results wise, but yeah, experience and speed wise. My driver of the day has got to be Sergio Perez. This was a gritty race from him. This was gritty. He spun out. He was in tenth after the first corner, and he started in like third or fourth. And to bring it all the way back up to sixth, that's exactly what Sergio Perez does, Chase. Yeah, he's consistent. He's quick. He's gritty. He's grit. That's my new word for Sergio Perez. He's got the grit. <laughs> He had a couple incidents with Charles Leclerc. And even with the penalties, the man still ended up sixth. That's a great performance from Perez. And honestly, I think Red Bull get happier that they signed him each and every week. Each and every week. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk teams, Chase. Give me your team of the day. My team of the day is just going to be McLaren. And uh, wait. Uh, Yeah, okay, McLaren. Mainly just because of how they dealt with Norris here. And then Danny Rick went from 13th all the way up to 7th. So I, I think I think they did a good job with their strategy. I don't know too much about strategies, but just saying the fact that they were able to keep Hamilton at bay and then Ricardo was able to just kind of work his way up the ladder, I think that's a, that's a good race from them. I tend to agree. I think anytime you've got uh, – you're hitting third when you're McLaren – that's a that's a that's what you want. Like that's yeah. amazing. That's an amazing performance and it deserves recognition, Chase. So I'm glad you gave that to him. My pick has to be Red Bull. I think going back to back, granted, same track, but you can tell you yeah. like this, like I just I kinda knew. Like you just kinda knew Red Bull was gonna take this one. You knew Max was gonna take this one. You knew Sergio was gonna have a good day, and he did. Even with um, you know, dropping all the way back early in the race, like Red Bull just have this track down. Like they just yeah. know. And granted, it you know, some consider this their home track. It it is called the Red Bull Ring. But you gotta go out there and you gotta win every single every single week. And this one never felt uh, in doubt to me. So for that reason. Yeah. Red not Bull. for not for Max for stopping after after the Styrian Grand Prix, it's like he dominated in that one, so it's like he's got to win the next one. Otherwise, yeah. something's wrong with his car or something <laughs> bad happens. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk. Actually, let's talk bad stuff. Let's talk bad stuff, Chase. Yeah. Worst of the weekend, go. I just chose Perez not because I think he did a bad job. One, I didn't have too many outliers for worst of the weekend. For me, yeah. I, nothing really stood out like, oh, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
But for me, I just felt like the second time he got into an altercation with the cleric, I feel like, you know, it's preventable. I like I agree with you in the fact that it's it's a racing incident and I don't necessarily agree with the five second penalty. But also like you you see what I'm saying? It's like, wouldn't you wouldn't you after like after getting run off yourself and spinning out, after running Leclerc off, wouldn't you play a little more safe? I mean, he did what he did and he placed well. I'm just saying, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, see, I'm I gotta disagree with you on this, Chase, because my worst of the weekend is, is these penalties. Like, I don't think number one, I don't think either Norris or Perez should have gotten penalized in this race. None of these were like deliberate um, attempts to run somebody off the road. These are very much racing incidents. And you have to realize like these guys are fighting tooth and nail for literally everything. So when you are a car trying to overtake another car, you, you cannot like just expect the other guy to move over and let you in. That's not how this game works, Chase. Yeah, I agree. I understand, like, there's, like, safety issues, but nobody got ran into a barrier. Nobody got hit. We're having a totally different conversation if Sergio Perez slams into Charles Leclerc. We're having a totally different conversation if that happens, which I assume we will have have a conversation about that later. But (laughs) let's focus on this race for now, right? If, If that happens, we're having a different conversation, but it didn't happen. These were all clean racing incidents that somebody just ended somebody tried to get tried to get too fancy tried to go alongside and they didn't get it in time and the corner cut on them i have i I, see that i think all of these are good and i i actually i applaud sergio perez for not running into somebody because they very easily could have he very easily could have yeah like i said i'm not saying like he did a bad job i'm just saying like because penalties were given out, you know, you would think this. it's just the fact that it's the same driver, I believe the same corner, you know? Yeah, I think so. It's just, just that stacking of it that makes it a little bad in my eyes. I, I can understand that, but I, I, these, these, I, I don't think those penalties should have been given, to be I perfectly agree honest with, with you. I agree, but it's the fact that they were given that you know, is the point I'm making with Perez because he was getting penalties. He should take that into a factor, but I don't think I'm with you on. It's just, that's a tight corner. It's a fast corner. It's a hard Mm -hmm. corner. You know, it's stuff happens. Like you said, no one collided. No one's car even got damaged from running off. So not really my, I think, I think it all comes back to, competitiveness when you're talking about incidents like these where like like Mm -hmm. like we said nobody really nothing really happened it's it's that it's that it's the drive that these guys have Sergio Perez doesn't care yeah he just doesn't care he's gonna he's gonna race you hard and he's gonna race you hard every single week and so yeah even if he does have a penalty that day I think he needs to keep going for it I think he needs to keep racing hard and so if if I'm a guy like Christian Horner, I'm I'm, you know, maybe not publicly, but privately I'm saying, "Hey man, keep that keep that intensity up. Never lose that because that's that's the edge that some guys might lose." 
Yeah, I could see that. I'd rather have a guy like that than a guy who who starts mentally walking on thin ice when you're going 150 miles an hour on these corners and then he loses a place and you know who knows months down the line maybe that loses us 30 million dollars yeah that's fair i just i i understand where you're coming from and i do think that that that's a a quality um point but i'd rather have the guy who who is going to race you hard no matter what every single turn every single week than the guy who maybe if he like has a close call now he's like nervous for the rest of the race and who knows where where like this something like this is so mental chase like we can't yeah. even like like just like we can't even fathom how insanely confident these guys have to be getting into a car like this yeah so, it's it's insane it's insane but let's move on chase let's yeah. talk about another race but i'm sure I mean this this next race, Chase. There's a lot I, I there's so much to talk about in this race. The British Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton number one, Charles Leclerc number two, Valtteri Bottas number three. There's a lot, Chase. And on, on, I let's just get started. Let's just get started. One word description. Go. Mine's sad, and it's sad for a lot of reasons. It's sad that the opening lap was phenomenal. So and good. Then it just and then just. When a, you know, we all we all know what happened. Uh, it's sad because of that. It's sad because Leclerc, Leclerc couldn't win it. It's sad because Leclerc had engine problems. Yeah. It's sad because of where, uh, because of where Perez landed. It's sad because the duel between Vettel and Fernando ended with Vettel spitting out. It, and one of the saddest things is just the hate that Hamilton got. And I'm not just talking about the hate towards Hamilton. I'm talking about the racist hate that he got. It's sad because that's immediately what some people turn to, you know? I doesn't necessarily see any of that, but uh, yeah, I mean, clearly like that's not, I didn't, like, who I didn't cares see, what a guy looks like. Let's just talk about what happens on the track. Like Exactly. I didn't see it either, but from what I understand, it was a big problem because ev- everyone posted about it happening to Hamilton. So I'm just saying it's sad that immediately in the debate, people are like, well, what does he look like? It's like, well, it doesn't matter. What it, What's he doing in the car? For sure. Let's talk. Uh, okay, my one word. Uh, this race for me is tainted. Mm-hmm. Now, Lewis Hamilton has had some fantastic victories over the years. This was not one of them. That's a good word. This was not one of them, Chase. And to be perfectly honest, after I saw that, I I went, okay. What is this? Like, what are we doing here? Because yeah. this, for me, is this, this race, he's got blood on his hands. Mm-hmm. For me. I have seen Lewis Hamilton do this to multiple drivers over multiple seasons. And every time... I went, oh, racing incident. But this was one too many. This was one too many, Chase. This was one too many. I got to question it. I got to question this one. Yeah. I don't know if it was intentional. I don't know if it was intentional. But he definitely. Jump into the paddock here and just go into the crash. No, no, no. We'll talk about it later. Because this is big. Because this is big. We got to spend a lot of time talking about this. But this for me, this race, this victory. 
is tainted. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's point. talk drivers chase because I feel like this one is pretty easy. It's Charles Leclerc for me, oh, yeah. driver of the day. He had same, a quality drive. He couldn't finish it out in the end, but to keep that Ferrari in first for as long as he did with the engine troubles, he just it's just a reminder. Hey, Charles Leclerc is very good. And as soon as Ferrari's car improves, we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about Charles Leclerc a mm-hmm. hell of a lot more. Like, uh, like I said last week with Russell, or about last week, I didn't say it last week. Like, like I said about <laughs> last week with Russell, Leclerc drove his heart out. He absolutely. Abs- like, not only was he fighting what's still debatably the best car on the track in, statistically speaking, the best driver to ever exist. He has engine troubles, yep. too. And it's Hamilton's home race. So it's like all these factors, and he holds on to it for that long. It's insane. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I can't. I can't say any. We can't really say anything more. It was a fantastic race from Charles Leclerc. Huge disappointment that he couldn't quite get it yeah. over the line. Sad. I don't blame him for it one second. Me neither. Me neither. Um, let's move on. Teams. Team of the day. Who you got, Chase? I I think I chose uh, McLaren again. I think that's back to yeah, back to back McLaren choices. But just seeing their their sprint uh, race qualifying and then. Their results, that's really good. Ricardo is absolutely where he needs to be during mm-hmm. this race, the whole weekend. And I think as McLaren, you can't ask for any better from Ricardo. Because let's be honest here, in my opinion, he's not going to beat Norris. Norris is very clearly the one of the best drivers that we'll see for for a while, you know, in my opinion. And so I, I think... He did exactly what he needed to do. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I love McLaren. They're my, definitely my favorite team. This was a great race from him, honestly. Um, this is this is the result that we needed from Daniel Ricciardo from day one, and we're finally starting to get it a little bit more consistently. I think he had, he was seventh last race, fifth this race. Uh, and I agree with you again that Lando's probably always going to beat him. I think Lando mm-hmm. just – he just has more time in the car. I think he's – I think generally he's just quicker than Daniel at this point yeah. uh, in their careers. And I think Lando is only going to continue to get better. Yeah, I think Daniel's going to improve. Uh, he'll probably – if he stays with McLaren, which I think he will, because I think this McLaren team he recognizes has a lot of upside, a lot more than really any other team if you're looking around. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think he'll improve. I think we'll probably see the peak or at least like this is kind of as good as he's going to get in maybe a season or two. But to see Daniel Ricardo improving week to week is definitely warms my heart as a McLaren fan. Yeah, this was a great race for him. Um, I actually want to look a little bit further down the uh, the uh, result here. I picked Alpha Towery for this. I don't talk about them a lot. They're they're good. They're they consistent this year. They're top of the mid. They're 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 consistently doing well in the mid pack. This time they both got beat, or they they both got beat by Alpines. But tenth, uh, eleventh is a is is quality is a decent. You like you'll take that. It's granted, okay. it's only one. You'd like to see him a couple places higher. But Yuki Sonoda getting tenth, Pierre in ninth. Like this Alfa Tauri team is a quality team. I think this was a good race from them. 
mind you, I do kind of disagree on the consistency part. They're doing they're doing good, but consistently they're not doing great. And I don't Pierre, know if I blame them for that. I think that Pierre has had too many DNFs. Yeah. To maybe saying. to call him super consistent, which I will agree with. I, and then and then Sonoda, love the guy, but some some races he comes home like seventeenth, or it starts. 17th, and then some races you know? he gets tenth. Yeah, exactly. So, so I don't think they're. I wouldn't say they're consistent, but I think they're good. I think they. I don't know what's what the problem is. Maybe Gasly's being a little too aggressive, and that's too many DNFs, or maybe everything's just out of his hands. And then Sonoda's a rookie, so. Like, what more can you ask? You know, a 10th place for a rookie, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. All right. I think we can skip worst of the weekend. I think we all kind of are, we are both talking about, going to talk about the same thing, I would assume. So let's talk about the crash in a little bit. But first, let's talk about the sprint race, Chase. Yeah. Give me some of your thoughts. What did you think? Did you like it? Did you not like it? What do you think? Uh, I mean, shoot. I, I have... Two, two major opinions on it. I it's not like I didn't enjoy it. It's racing, Obviously. but I have two problems with it. First, it's a great it's a great way to let the winners win more, and that's the best way I can say it. Because mm. let's be honest here, you're just giving more points to the championship leaders. Yep, the, there's much. not enough points to go around because it's a sprint race. And then who do you expect to win it? Like, occasionally we'll see, like, Leclerc or Norris pick up a couple points or maybe win it. But, like, two, three, one point? Wow. Really changes. That changes the whole game for them. You, you see my point? It's like it yep. only matters for the the literal top of the pack. And then at that point... It's it's just giving more points to the people who are already winning, which I I like a more of a fair fight, and I'm not saying that it isn't a fair fight, but you you see what I'm saying? It's like did Verstappen really need those more three more points when you know? Who knows? Who yeah, knows? Could, I'm, I'm just that's my problem is it's it's like this beautiful sprint race that that just gives points to the winners. Yeah, literally then, three, it, two, and one for first yeah. gets three, second gets two, third yeah. gets one point. And, and Nobody the points, else gets any points. The points do kind of matter. I was undertoning it a bit there, but it, no, my I, point is I get just, what you mean. You know, is is the fact that nobody other than the top three score points, and they're like minuscule points. It's like, okay, is this really necessary? And then who's going to be the top three? At max, it's going to be four people. You know, yeah, maybe five. It's yeah. it's just with Lando. Yeah, I I I enjoyed it, but. You know, I, I think it's unnecessary. I think qualifying is what I'd like to see on a Saturday because qualifying is like, hey, what is the raw skill of this driver? Don't doesn't matter what anyone else is around them. What mm-hmm. is the raw speed on this track? And we still get qualifying, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's at that point where it's like, well, Friday doesn't matter. It's Saturday that matters. So does qualifying matter anymore or is it just the sprint race? Maybe I'm being a little too negative. I just, no, Chase. I yeah. like a lot of what you're saying. This to me, and this I feel like is a is a, and I know this word is like a hot button. You can't. It's hard to use this word, but it, this is a pandemic. I've seen this across all sports, of sports to, of 
sports doing this thing where they like to dumb down their sport, like make their sports simpler mm-hmm. to appeal to a broader audience. Chase, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. The complexity and the intricacies of a sport are what make it beautiful, are what make it different, are what make it interesting and allow you to, if you really, really like a sport, you can go and watch a YouTube video or you can go and research yeah. and and you can reveal the intricacies and make this game and make this sport that you love or you 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 find a passion for that much more exciting and and to me this sprint race just felt like it felt like baby time i was like yeah. here's baby time and this is going to here's like a little baby race for you guys cuz we know you guys like racing yeah i i i thought it was blasphemous I hated every second of it. I I watched I thankfully I did not watch I did not watch it live. I just watched the highlights. I mm-hmm. hated it. I was like this is dumb. Qualifying in and of itself qual- the qualifying like excitement and what's going on is so much different than the race. It's like it's so awesome. Yeah. I love watching. It's a whole different it's a I whole love watching. different experience. It's a whole different experience from the race. I hate that they're doing this to you. I think, I think thankfully, like it's only going to happen once or twice, but I, I really hate it. I really, really do not like it. Yes. It's more racing, but it doesn't matter. I, I, when, when, when you guys are all on the track, all lined up, that is, and, and whoever is yelling, it's lights out and away we go. That, that is just so iconic and you're killing that. With these, what is it, seventeen lap race for three points? Right. Shoot me, dude. <laughs> that sucks. Get it off my screen. I do not want it. Thankfully, you know, this was a. I mean, thankfully, nobody like smashed their car in these things. It yeah. it just well, it makes no sense why you're like. Well, I I. I would be interested to see what the drivers think if they like it. As a fan, I hate it. I really well, do not like it. To add something here, I've heard Vettel speak on it. His opinion, to sum it up, I don't know the original quote, you know, word for word, but to Here's sum up what he said, he was just like racing's for Sunday. Absolutely. I'm absolutely you know? with him there. And uh to add another thing here about smashing cars, I was gonna add this. So we all know that like, you know, people smash their cars in qualifying. Everyone's like, oh no, are they going to get their car for Sunday? Mm-hmm. But hear me, hear me out. As a driver, let's say we're sprint racing, and someone else wrecks my car Saturday, and then the real race rolls around where the real points matter. I'm pissed. And I can't play because my car got smashed by someone else because we're racing on Saturday. For three that's, points? For three for, points? For three points? That's going to set me off. And and if I'm watching my favorite racer and that happens to them, because you know, let's 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 choose my favorite racer. For Stappen, let's say he crashes out. Let's say he crashed out Saturday. For three points, he misses out on twenty-five to eighteen to ten to you know it's it's just it's I just dumb. think it's Chase it's though Chase though, while you were talking, I had I think I had the most brilliant idea I've ever had in my entire life. I think I I think I literally fixed the sprint races. I think I literally just fixed Remove it. Remove them? Chase. <laughs> uh well, yeah, obviously, yes. 
just have just have the people who qualified one, two, and three race a three car race sure. for like ten laps. That's different. I would I would watch that. That's different. I would legitimately watch that that way because look. Excuse me. I'm still sick. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Think about it this way. These guys at the bottom at the back of the pack are literally, they're not racing for anything. They're clearly no. not going to win. There's no reason to show up. There's dude. literally no reason for them to show up. Um, But one, two, and three, if you let one, two, and three uh, race that way, that way you're giving like the guy who qualified third, a chance to sit pole. Yeah. I would actually watch the hell out of that. And, It'd be interesting. And more that interesting way, than it is now. It's it would be so much more interesting. Just sh- shorten it down. Maybe even the top five. Maybe say top five. That's what I was uh, thinking. If you quality top, top five, like uh, you get a chance to bump yourself up, and just have them go at it for you know 10, 15, 17 laps. I would watch that. As it is, it's too congested, yeah. and I don't like it. Well, and like I said, if you were not Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas. Norris or Perez, maybe Leclerc. There's no point in even showing up to the sprint race. It's For worthless. Sure. It's just a chance to wreck your car because someone else is doing something stupid. Yep, I agree. I do. I do really like that. I, I do really like that idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good idea. Thank you. Let's talk about it, Chase. Let's talk about the crash. Yep, the big lap one is... into oh, I think it's Cops Corner. Yeah, a Cops Corner. C O P S E. Cops. Cops going on. Um, Verstappen is leading. Verstappen is ahead. Mm-hmm. I've seen the replays. I've seen. I've. Lewis. I've listened to like five people talk about it. Lewis goes in on the inside. Max turns in. Lewis's front left hits Max's back right. Max goes into the barrier. Lewis gets a 10 second penalty. Almost. Still, virtually almost untouched car. Yeah. Nothing wrong with his car. Serves the 10-second penalty. It takes him, you know, a while to get back into first, but he does. He only dropped to, like, fourth, I think. Fourth or it, fifth. It wasn't It wasn't far at all. Hamilton wins the race. What oh, do you think? Man. What do you think? Because I, oh. I, I've kind of already touched on my thoughts, and I can yeah. go into more detail, obviously. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll um, go and do it again. Just What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I want to say this first. I want I try I'm trying my hardest to be fair. Because let's say in a week the roles are reversed. I don't want to say something now about Hamilton or about Verstappen that I won't say when the roles are reversed, right? Like I want to be fair here. But uh I've heard so many opinions. I've heard it's a racing incident which I kind of agree with. I've heard uh I've heard like Hamilton's opinion on it, how he doesn't want to be like uh, pushed around in corners, which I, I see that's fair. He doesn't want to always, you know, bow out because there's good examples in previous races of him bowing out of a corner so he doesn't crash. But, but when it comes down to it, Max is ahead. Max is, it's Max's corner. That's how, that's how the cornering works. From my yep. understanding, if you are ahead, you you control the corner. If you look at the replay, Hamilton has a car width to his right. A full car width to the right inside of the corner before he goes over the curb. And he doesn't use it. And Verstappen, who's leading, who's being aggressive, and I get they're both being aggressive, and I get neither one 
wants to be bullied, but Verstappen, who's leading, is trying to control the corner, and Hamilton doesn't use the space that Verstappen gave him. Hits Verstappen, Verstappen speeds into a wall, goes to a hospital to watch the rest of the race, and Hamilton gets 10 seconds. And I'll touch on something later after you re-say your thoughts on it. Honestly, Chase, that was fantastic. That was extremely well-worded. Honestly, I, I mean, I 100% agree, and I would like to echo everything you've said. I think this this was this was Lewis Hamilton getting getting a wake up call. This was a wake up. This race was a wake up call for Lewis. He might not be the best in the world anymore. It, and I don't think yeah. I don't think he liked that very much, Chase. Yeah. Like I don't want to attack his character too much, but I mean, I get he doesn't want to be bullied, but that also, like, from all the point of views that I've heard, I've heard lots of people talk about it. I've heard racers who race talk about it. I've heard non-racers. I've heard F1 fans. I've heard Hamilton, Verstappen fans. I've heard so many points points of view on this. When it comes down to it, Verstappen gave him a ton of space on the inside of the turn, and Hamilton didn't use it to be aggressive and I don't think that was right of Hamilton because that is a super fast corner. And yep. and and what you said at the beginning, Hamilton's front left makes contacts, contact with Verstappen's not front right, back right. It's not like they were next to each other. Verstappen was ahead of Hamilton. It just yeah, it, it just upset me to see. This was a bad one. I didn't like it, and and ten for and only ten seconds. This should have been yeah. a. I mean, there were people calling for a DQ for Lewis. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't. Yeah, think, I just I do I disagree, but it is but a I, good point. To I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe a drive through. Give him a drive through. Ten seconds dri- is nothing. Ten seconds is nothing. Like, for a guy like Lewis. In, within half a second, Ham, Verstappen has no chance of making any points. Yeah. And Hamilton's car is untouched. Yep. So ten, now, seconds, 10 seconds is just not enough. It's yeah, just not I agree. enough. So going off of your point, I've got a Hamilton opinion for you. Now this okay. is juicy. I, I just happened across this. You know I love Juicy Chase. Hit me with it. This is Hamilton in 2018... I don't know what race, but in 2018, talking about Vettel crashing into Bottas. This is actual quotes, and I, I saw this. So the to preface it, Lewis Hamilton criticized the decision to give Vettel a five-second penalty for colliding with Valtteri Bottas. Vettel was still able to finish ahead of Bottas despite this penalty, Hamilton noted. Now here's the quote. Ultimately, when someone destroys your race through an error and it's only a kind of a tap on the hand, really, he's just allowed to come back and still finish ahead of the person that he took out. It doesn't weigh up. He shouldn't really be able to finish ahead of him because he took him out of the race. That is a direct Hamilton quote. Lewis Hamilton quote. Hmm. In 2018. Extremely applicable. To the yes. situation we're currently in, extremely yes. applicable. I don't Ten want to call seconds him. for ruining his entire race. I don't like it. 
Yeah. Doesn't sit well. And I don't I don't want to attack Hamilton here, but and I what hurt me is everyone was like, oh, Hamilton celebrating a bunch that's disrespectful. What hurt me was seeing Max say that. Not anybody else was yeah. seeing Max say that on a post on Instagram that he felt disrespected laying in a hospital. Tough. It was tough. It was tough. It was a tough race to watch as a as a guy who I don't really care for Lewis. I think uh, Lewis is Lewis and Mercedes are very much the um, you know the Tom Brady when he was at the Patriots. You know they're always kind of winning, and I never like those type of people. So yeah, um, obviously I want everybody to be safe. I don't want anybody to to crash or anything like that. But I certainly would like to see uh, Max Verstappen giving Lewis a run for his money all season, yeah. and in order for him to do that, Max needs to continue to win and continue to put up good performances and and not crash he needs to not crash chase i agree and so to see you know to see something like this happen it makes me wonder just makes me wonder yeah i just i just don't see where where it's anywhere close to like fair i don't think everything needs to be fair i hate the i hate the adults that tell their children you know you have to be fair in every single aspect of your life i I disagree with that yeah life's not fair life's not fair but you get a 10 second penalty for crashing out unintentionally i don't think it was intentional i don't think hamilton wanted to crash there i don't i don't think that was the case but you do get a 10 second penalty for crashing out your opponent i i was joking with my mom but i'm gonna bring up this point what's to stop what's to stop you from doing it again i'm not saying he's gonna because no one wants to win that way but do you see my point absolutely the 10 seconds for your your championship contender rival to not get any yeah it says get literally zero points literally have no chance at anything anything at all it's i just don't see how that you know, if I was, I, I mean, like bless, bless Max Verstappen. I would be fuming if I was him right now. I'd be, I'd be down at the FIA yelling at them all day long for what happened. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I absolutely agree. And I absolutely agree with him. And I absolutely agree with you, Chase. I'm so glad we could see eye to eye on that. Yeah. Cause I, I felt like, I felt like my take was pretty hot. Your, your, your take was arguably hotter. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because I watched so many opinions on it. I've seen so like I've. I tried to step away from Max as my favorite driver and Lewis is not my favorite driver. It's I've tried <laughs> to step away Lewis from that. So not. I watched so many opinions, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's like uh, Tom Brady with the Patriots in cheating. I think it was him who cheated. It's, yeah. you know, it's like they cheat, they win, but they don't get the championship title ripped away from them. I don't know what actually happened there, but I'm just saying, let's say they win and they don't get the championship title for cheating. It's like, well, I'll just find a different exploit next year, use it, win, and you won't rip it away from me, and you'll find me, you know, and then I'll find the next another exploit. It's just the punishment does yeah. not fit what happened. Does, I'm not going to say the crime. The punishment does – no, it was a crime in my <laughs> opinion. In my opinion, it was a crime. But I understand. I, under, I understand exactly yeah. where you're coming from. I think, I think honestly, we've, we've probably said all we can yeah. say. Like, yeah, I agree. I feel like we've made both of our feelings very clear. So let's move on. We'll do a final thing, which was um, one of your inside the paddock ideas, which I really like. Um, <laughs> what driver has the best name in Formula One? In your um, opinion. Who, your, give me your pick and then I'll give you mine. Okay. 
So there's a lot of good picks, and it there could be is. A, it could be a previous racer if you really if you really feel like oh this one just undeniably. But I'm I'm kind of choosing from who's in the grid right now. For me, it's Charles Leclerc, and the reason I say that that is good pinnacle pick. French, dude. Pinnacle. Well, he's technically from Monaco, but it's yeah, it's pretty yeah. Much he's French. he's technically not French, but you know what I mean. It's Charles Leclerc. That's oh Leclerc. so good. So, it's a great name. It's a great name. I think it's only rivaled by Antonio Giovanazzi. Yeah. That name sounds fast. It yeah. sounds fast, Chase. And it just screams, I am from Italy. I am Italian. Yeah. I I love Antonio Giovanazzi's name, but I do actually love Antonio Giovanazzi. He's a great guy. I've seen interviews yeah. and stuff. He just seems like a genuinely nice dude. So um, for me to give him this win uh, in driver, in my pick, for best Formula One driver name, um, brings it brings a tear to my eye and makes my my heart happy. Yeah. All right, Chase. I think we'll call it there. This was a great app. I really loved it. Um, yeah. And I can't wait. Absolutely. And I can't wait for the next one, Chase. I agree. See you soon. Yeah, see you.